Hey, Pillow Talk Pod Squad. It's your girl, Simone, and you're now tuned into episode 308 of season three of Bonnets and Durags, a Pillow Talk podcast. Today, our episode is dedicated to the art that truly drives our culture and feeds our souls, music. As some of you may know, June is Black Music Month. Here's a little anecdote on its beginnings. Black Music Month began in 1979 when Kenny Gamble, Ed Wright, and Diana Williams developed the idea to set aside a month dedicated to celebrating the impact of black music. Created by music business insiders, the group decided, excuse me, the group successfully lobbied President Jimmy Carter to host a, re- a reception on June 7th, 1979 to formally recognize the cultural and financial contributions of black music. Since 1979, Black Music Month has grown from a small commemoration to national Pro, excuse me, to national proportions with events held annually across the country. So we are in the 40th anniversary of Black Music Month. It's lit. And so it's been quoted, uh, Black music is the basis for most other forms of music. There is nothing that I know of, no music that is more important than Black music. That is so real. So in true Bonnets and Durags podcast fashion, you know I had to bring in some key players in the crux of a growing time in this music industry. I brought along my friends, Julian, Tiffany, T, and Kevin. Uh, so I want to welcome y'all. Thank y'all so much. What up, what up? Goody. Now we can finally talk. <laughs> yes. So we live in this world where we celebrate um, you know, what black music has brought us. But I wanted to celebrate y'all individually in this room because you are a representation of where music will take us. So I, I want each one of you to go around the room and explain who you are, what you've got going on, what your contribution to the culture is, and all of that. I'll start. I'll be the first to, you know, hop on the mic. The mic. <laughs> no, young T, uh-huh. young T Marie. I'm really just gang for real. That's why I'm here. Sack now, I'm joking. Energy. I'm joking. <laughs> T Marie, DJ T Marie. You guys may know me from being all around Brooklyn, all around Manhattan, just doing the thing, just DJing, spinning wherever I can. Um, yeah, I love that you said that we're like where music is going because I do feel like we are kind of like carrying this torch and like yes. you know yes, y'all are just showing people the way. So that's kind of what I do, and yeah, I'm gonna pass it on. What's your social? My social, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, um, Station Head, a bunch of different places at O.T. Marie. YouTube, everywhere. O.T. Marie. O-H-T-E-E-M-A-R-I-E. Hello, Queens and Kings. Um, my name is Kevin. I'm born and raised in Brooklyn. Uh, well, my key position in, I guess, the crux of this foundation of music, black music, uh, I have my little brand called By Frank with a PH. Um, it's basically my little creative agency where I help design cover art, cover artworks for musicians and design video assets. But I also have this little game on Instagram stories called Name That Song where I quiz my followers on samples, the history of music, essentially black music from R&B, hip hop, to jazz, soul. So I do it on a weekly basis and I'm looking forward to conversing about music so uh so i guess it's my turn um it's your boy king jules uh what can i say i'm your regular renaissance man uh i am the founder and president of roundtable records Uh, roundtable is an independent record label and media company uh based in brooklyn uh our goal is just to 
educate artists in every way we possibly can. Um, I feel like artists are always taken advantage of and finding ways to educate artists so they can go to the next level, to the next platform and to get where they want to go. Um, I guess you could follow me on socials um, at I am King Jules, I-A-M-K-I-N-G-J-U-L-E-S. Sweat. Sweat. Hey, last but not least, you already know. <laughs> it's your girl, <laughs> Tiffany Patrice. Um, yeah, so I DJ. I wouldn't call myself a DJ because that's not, like, all that I do is something that I can do. Um, you already know. But uh, I also have a platform called Nomadic. Uh, I don't like to call it a blog because I don't blog that much. It's not a lot of writing, but it's a lot of playlist curation um, and just like supporting upcoming artists uh, that don't necessarily get the love on bigger platforms. So that's what we do at Nomadic and we celebrate uh, DJs. We have guest mix. My girl T. Marie did a, de- a guest mix for us. There. I was on there. It was fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure was. And then lastly, uh, my newest adventure is working for a booking agency called Paradigm Town Agency, so they're... Yay! Let's pipe it up! New job, new beginning. Yeah, thank you guys. So, um, there I kind of just help with, like, putting together tours for the artists that are on my agent's roster, um, and then just, like, you know, getting them shows and stuff, so I'm all over. Super lit, super lit. I got a great group here. I am just so excited for this. This is gang. This is yeah. gang for this real. Really like, gang gang. Outside like, of the podcast, family though. Yeah. <laughs> just family. Right. Exactly. It's, it's nice to be on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, for some of y'all who don't know, um, Kevin is my graphic designer. Um, so shout out to Kevin for creating such Thank amazing yes. work. Thank you. Cut. Cut. Great content. Cut. Thank you. Great that. content. We yes. stand, we stand. Yes, we stand. Um, so I'm about to get real brown sugar on y'all. When did you <laughs> fall in love with hip hop? And if it wasn't hip hop, what was the first genre of music you fell in love with? I feel like that second half was for me. It sure was. <laughs> How are you looking out for you, How are you looking out? Yeah. Should I start? Yeah, yeah. All right, let me pop it off. I feel like I could legit talk for hours on end about hip-hop, about music, about everything that it's done for me, about just music in general, because I've just... I feel like my whole life, like I legit just posted on my story and was like, my life is a musical, like seriously, like mm-hmm. not even on a jokey joke stuff. Like all I care about is music is like my greatest love. And I've always been drawn to it. And I think my first real connection to music was when I was a kid, my parents every morning used to put on K97.5. It's the hip hop station in Durham, North Carolina. And I love the morning show. So I was really more in love with radio and radio kind of exposed me to um, just anything popping when we was kids, like any, you know, any song that you could find on the radio. And I feel like we grew up in a time where Pharrell production was super, super prominent. So that was like my first introduction to like hip hop. And I remember just being in love with the beats. And I mean, from there, it just grew. I feel like the first album I can remember actually being like, I want to know more about this was The Love Below, Under 3000. My dad used to play it on repeat mm. and it used to annoy me. But one day I was just like, you know, I really, really love this. And I kind of want to, like, go back and, like, see what inspired him. So I started digging. And I listened to literally every Outkast album. Then I'm like, who is Erica Badu? Like, go to every Erica Badu album. And, like, then from there it's, like, backwards and backwards and backwards. till I'm, like, Aretha Franklin and, like, Anita Baker. Like, you know, just different things. But, yeah. I mean, like I said, I could go on and on <laughs> but I love hip hop it's my heart my soul everything 
Uh, my first uh, interaction with I'm, I'm actually my first my my first favorite genre was neo soul. So it's very ironic that you chose Brown Sugar because like mm-hmm. um D'Angelo Voodoo is one of my favorite albums. Um, so that was my first like acknowledgement to music. My cousin was in high school, so that was a really a prominent time for Erica Badu, um, The Roots, uh, and so many more. And so that's what I grew up on. And I also I came across hip hop when I was watching. I think it was Rap City in the Basement. Mm-hmm. Pharrell. Um, I actually saw my first remembrance of a hip hop video was Jada Kiss Knock Yourself Out. So wow. that's when I was like, "All right, cool." And I just dug dip, d- dug deeper into um, Pharrell Production, which is one of my favorite producers, <laughs> and I really got into hip hop from there. But ever since like Neo Soul, that's what really brought me into music. So, mm-hmm. so I guess for me. Um, I think I didn't fall in love with hip-hop until about 2008. Um, the reason being is that I grew up in a church, so, like, hip-hop was not necessarily, like, the go-to genre of church people. Um, for me, the only other thing that I was exposed to at an early age was definitely jazz. Um, jazz was, like, the root of, like, my musical experience at, outside of being in the church. Um, and I think for me, what made me fall in love with hip-hop at that point was that I, I and st- uh, of course, 2008, this Pete Kanye, 50 Cent, everybody else. Um, you, Jay was already at, t- at the top, Lil Wayne, but like, I was not f- like a fan of trap. I didn't like that sound. I was definitely mm-hmm. deep-rooted in like the boom-bap sound, so A Tribe Called Quest was definitely yes. my favorite. Yeah. And for me, like growing up in Queens, like A Tribe Called Quest is like, the like holy grail. pinnacle you know what i mean like <laughs> my mom and my uncles and my aunts they used to ride the bus with q-tip like as kids so like that was their kind of way to like that's what they grew up on and then when i got older and then i started listening back and then i heard the connection and like q-tip production is ultimately like the best production q-tip definitely birthed a lot of our modern producers um so for me i definitely would say jazz is like my way and doing it and hip-hop you know i fell in love with hip-hop in 2008 because kanye dropped graduation so mm. then that's the most fire album my time. favorite album all time. <laughs> <That's Favorite? it. laughs> oh man the, the production value on that album is just top tier interesting yeah. you can get into that uh, <laughs> definitely. yeah definitely gotta unpack that for me uh kind of very similar to what you just said my mom straight up only listened to gospel and my dad was like only jazz so that was all i heard and that's what i grew up listening to um and then where i was from i was listening to like in sync and Britney Spears and like very pop uh, sounds and like whatever was on the radio. So for me, hip hop was uh, 106 and Park. Like when I would watch that show, like that is what my introduction was. And then my older brother was like a big, like um, what's Red Man and Method Man. He oh, loved uh-huh. them. And he also loved uh, the Hot Boys. So I, like I would hear that, but my mom would be like, ah, oh, you shouldn't be listening to that. So like, <laughs> I didn't really get to hear it, so I, I feel like it wasn't until I got older where I really kind of did my own research and uh, got to explore like different sounds. But for the most part, I was listening to like pop, jazz, and gospel. Yeah, so it was like weird. <laughs> That's so interesting because I feel like some of my first memories of music are hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like my dad used to play Biggie all the time. But my first album, my first introduction to music that I was like, oh, I love this. Um, I think it was the Hard Knock Life album that Jay-Z had. And it was Quality. that song. Right. That that Hard yeah. Knock Life song with the kids. I yeah. mean, well, with Annie. Yeah, yeah. Like that just 
like I w- it was hypnotic for me. Mm. And so from there, I just gravitated toward hip hop culture and just was so into like BET because you know mm-hmm. at the time yes. that was our our only representation mm-hmm. of black music and black imagery in the music um, community. So mm-hmm. that's definitely something that resonated with me, but. Mm. Also, my mom, it's funny because, like, my mom listens to hip-hop and R&B, but she's more of an old school. Well, mm-hmm. both my parents are. They're both really into 70s and 80s R&B um, and 90s R&B, and that that's, like, that's my jam. That's, <laughs> that's me. Like, I love that all the way. But my mom, like, it's not that she hates hip-hop, but she has this disdain for it because of the swearing. Mm-hmm. She just oh, hates the, the vulgarness of <laughs> like, the... My mom. It's, it's yeah, raw. It's, it's very raw. raw. Yeah. Which, I mean, which makes it so compelling, but mm-hmm. also it kind of, like, makes you turn your nose up. And I'm pretty sure that you've been in situations, like, with maybe people who are people of non-color who are mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't like that rap stuff, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just, like, the stigma around what rap and hip-hop is. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. it's raw. It's authentic. It's you know it's it's real yeah it's honest I love that yeah, so um, my next question for you all was what was the first CD you owned so mine was the Jay-Z Hard Knock Life volume 2 man my first CD was a Backstreet Boys CD that they (laughs) came out at Burger King oh my god actually I remember that as well Burger King and watches. Did y'all ever get one of those? The Rugrats. Rug yes. rat- yes. <laughs> I got a Rugrats watch. Come I didn't on, get a Backstreet Boys watch. Nah, not the Backstreet Boys. It was the Rugrats. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, I collected them all. Yeah. Oh, I miss that so yeah. much. Yeah. Interesting. I know, right? That's probably <laughs> all of our fans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. um, my first CD, I, from what I remember, my dad buying me a Beanie Man album. It had actually one of the samples on it is from Rihanna's work. So that, I was oh, just yeah. like, it, 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 so yeah, that was that. My first album I bought my own money was Kid Cudi's Man on the Moon 2. Oh, wow. Yeah. A stand, we stand. <laughs> oh, that's a good um, take on that, what you bought with your own money. Yeah. yeah I know, right? Because I was thinking that afterwards. Yeah. I was like. Yeah, we can go back to that. Okay, okay. <laughs> Um, so the first CD that I probably owned was uh, probably a mixtape from the barbershop. Um, I <laughs> vaguely remember <laughs> that I had a CD player, and um, my grandfather, he wasn't a fan of hip-hop. He was the one that, that kind of, like, ingrained jazz in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to sneak on a low tip to listen to this mixtape CD <laughs> of hip-hop on there. Um, and so that was, I guess, it was my first CD. Um, and then the first CD that I purchased... I'm going to have to reference this, graduation, because I still had the poster up on my wall until I moved out of my mom's house. Um, that was definitely, like, one of my first impactful CDs. Wow. That's definitely. Um, so the first one that I owned that I remember was Usher. Uh, oh, my gosh. I don't know what the that numbers? was. 2001? Nah, it, it was, was like, like 8701. Oh, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I had the I one. <laughs> I don't know why. I think my mom was like, oh, she made like this. Like, so, oh, I didn't ask for it. Oh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, but then the first one that I bought, and this is wild because it was in 2008, but I think the first one I bought was Chris Brown uh, exclusive. Oh my Best Banger. Chris Brown album. Yeah. <laughs> you heard Chris Brown saying, I've heard you say that more than once. Cognatic. Can, like, you, can you run them down? Please. The, okay, so for, for um, context, <laughs> Tiffany and I have been friends since we were like nine, and she has been obsessed with Chris, Chris was. Brown. Okay. Was. Was. <laughs> obsessed with Chris that's, Brown. That's an important part of the story. You're right, was. you're right, was. A former Chris Brown fanatic. The yeah. things that you used to do, Tiff. Yeah. For Chris Brown. For Chris unhealthy. Brown. It was unhealthy. Can you just give us, just give us like a top five moment? Top five moments. Easy. Um, so <laughs> this was in like 2011, and Chris Brown was about to go on tour. 
for his fame tour. Um, oh my god! <laughs> and uh, he was supposed to, he had a show like in the city, but Hurricane Sandy had just hit, so he couldn't get there. So uh, he stopped in Albany, New York, at the Times Union Center to have a rehearsal. And I, how did you know that? I'm concerned. Was big on Twitter. Yeah, I was. I was big on Twitter like a while ago, and I used to follow all of his dancers, like his whole crew. So I, someone had tweeted like oh they were at like a subway, and I was like, yo. Chris Brown is in Albany right now. And I was at church uh, for, like, some day service or something. I think it was a Saturday. And I, like, saw it, and I was like, Mom, I got to go. So you were just there with church. You pulled up there with Aaliyah. I didn't have a car, but I had my license. And my mom was like, okay, but I don't want you going there by yourself. Da, da, da. So I was like, all right. So I went to go pick up my cousin Aaliyah. And my mom, like, got a ride home or something, but I went to... <laughs> so you left my mom in the cold to go for Chris Brown. I left Brown. her at church, oh so I went to get my cousin, and we parked, and then we camped out. Well, no, I tried to go in, and they were like, nah, it's like a closed rehearsal, obviously. And I was like, damn, and I was like, well, he's got to come out sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my cousin, like, just circled the venue, and finally we found, like, this stairway that looked down to his tour buses and i was like perfect so we just chilled up there for like i don't know it was like two hours nothing big oh my and gosh. uh he eventually came out and i was like yo chris and he looked up and it was like what the fuck like it was that kind of <laughs> look and he got on the tour bus and i was like damn but then he um he looked out the window and looked up he was like how did you know i was gonna be here because like oh obviously God. you know they they weren't telling anybody and i was like Oh, um, I heard it on the radio. Like, I didn't want to blow up none of his dancers, you know? Yeah. I was like, I heard it on the radio. Like, it must be. And he was like, oh, like, damn paparazzi or something like that. Like, and I was like, yeah, but I, I love you so much. Da, da, da. He, and he said, I love you too, baby. He said it. Aww. He said it. And I will never forget it. And uh, that was definitely a top five moment. For sure. It's a great story. Yes, yeah, so, that's a great story. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that is hilarious. Yeah. Um, so back to the first CD that we bought with our own money. Yeah. Um, I think I was like, what, six years old? And I bought Destiny's Child, The Writings on the Wall. I had that, that too. So were you in your bag at six years old? I sure Yeah, was. I, I was. I'm trying to find out. Sure that's an album. <laughs> right, that's an album. I was belting my heart out to problems I didn't even know anything about. <laughs> he took the crayon. Yeah, right. But I also was thinking about, too, when you had said Usher, it's it's funny because I didn't buy a lot of like artist albums because I would just buy now albums mm -hmm. mm. because it's like the songs I want to listen to sure. anywhere yeah. are on now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, I'm just going to go ahead and get that. That's true. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. The first album I bought, because I didn't say mine. You didn't, yeah. The first album I bought, it would be a tie because I was obsessed with Aaliyah. So I'm, I legit remember going to the store to get Aaliyah's last album, I Miss mm -hmm. You or whatever. Yep. I can't remember what I bought that too, yeah. That and... Um, I made my mom buy me her autobiography. I was, like, obsessed. Like, her life was just so important to me. Mm -hmm. And I was just, like, I don't know, a stan. And then um, Maya. Maya was big for me, y'all. No, she I was. She was. so big yeah. for me. Like, I remember going to get every Maya album because I was obsessed with My Love is Like, Whoa, the song. So I went back and I bought her first album. I bought that album. And I made my mom take me to Barnes & Noble. Do y'all remember Barnes & Noble used to have the thing in the back where you could listen to albums? Yeah. Or, like, the CD store? Wow. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. I was obsessed. Oh, yes. I was such a music mm -hmm. nerd. Like, I would go to the mall specifically to go in the CD store and listen to music. What's that mm -hmm. old store called? Circuits. FYE. Yep. Mm -hmm. FYE. Oh, yep. FYE. Remember they used to have an FYE in Crossfit? Yeah. yeah. For the Albany people, did you guys go to Last Vestige? 
No, I never went oh. there. Wait, what is that? Last Vestige was a record shop <laughs> oh, on Quail. Oh, near St. Rose. Yeah. And I used, on Saturday mornings, freshman year of college, I would go there every Saturday morning and sit like three hours and wow. just listen to records. I'm not yeah. a big so record cool. person, but I, I wish I did do that. You, you should. It's yeah. like very common experience. Yeah. And you find music you never like. People think about it like, there's all this music that's on Spotify and iTunes and all the platforms, but there's a lot of music that are not on those platforms mm-hmm. that we lose. So it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. sometimes that's why we need record shops and kind of stores like that, because you find albums that you never thought you would have saw again mm-hmm. or heard again, Touch. and like you're continuing that progression of like listening to that music. Yeah. And digging, most Definitely, of crate digging. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big yeah, fan. Definitely want to yeah. dig into the crates with y'all, um, because I know that um, a couple of you in this room are DJs, and if you're not a DJ, you do sampling, um, you do you content sampling. So, what is that process for you? Like, how do you find these samples, these influences? Like, <laughs> like y'all be pulling them out the woodwork. I'm, I'm like, tell no. you, I feel like everybody in this room knows who sampled. Who sampled? And who oh, yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I we own it. Really? No. We own who sampled. That that be like the back story for like what started my game of like sampling called so i make this game called name that song and it has like the samples of songs and i test people on what's their knowledge so i go to that i go to that website to really go like oh oh, this oh he used this cool and i go through that and i just go backtrack and Mm -hmm. end up in like a whole new list of artists i've never heard of a rabbit hole (laughs) it is a rabbit hole like you'll start i one day i went on and i looked at uh mini ripperton um inside my love Know how many freaking songs sample that yes. one yeah. part, yeah. Yeah. and you can just go back, and then it's this song. What sample is that? What it, does it sound like? It's the um. It's like a piece. Yep, yep. When you are inside me, yeah. inside, it's like it's just deep. Mm, like, yeah. I can't I hit, that, hit that There's note. There's a specific <laughs> part where she hits this note, and she goes like at the top of her lungs mm-hmm. for like sustained period of time and people loop that and, the, and the they bam, loop that bam section yeah mm-hmm. they Tribe loop it yep Tribe wow. Called Quest Cole there's tons of people um I think I want to say Dilla maybe yeah, but like Dilla. yeah like I mean I feel like that's kind of like what people do especially if you're like nerdy into music and you want to know every little detail you go and you look at who produced it genius is a good resource yes mm-hmm. going on uh genius and figuring out who produced it who wrote it like i feel like everybody in this room is like obsessed like me like to the point where you're like okay who has credits on this song and like yep. did this person even write this song i would say the one resource that we like need back is liner notes because liner notes was oh yeah the liner, liner notes, notes were the... it was the og who sampled and mm-hmm. genius mm-hmm. and they, i think spotify has it now where you can see who produced it who wrote it and everything mm-hmm. but like when titles, you bought too. when you bought the album yep. you had the liner notes they, you knew who yeah. was the who the piano player was yeah. who yeah. did the clap who did the tambourine so the, the orchestra so just on the back <laughs> of a cd yeah, and like the pictures that. you could go through and see your favorite artist just posing and it's like oh i ain't never seen this one before <laughs> yeah, it was like a hidden photo shoot yeah, yeah. Yes. that was a dope part of yeah we're going down memory lane man. Yeah. <laughs> what about you tiff i feel like you have yeah. like a heavy like jazz sampling yes yeah, so i mean like i guess just like things i grew up listening to i didn't realize like uh for instance um What's the song? Uh, Rain Dance by Jeff Lorber. Uh, I thought that um, Biggie and Lil' Kim, or is it Biggie? It's Lil' Kim. I thought she, I thought the jazz sample sampled Lil' Kim. Mm -hmm. Because I like, 
I don't know. I just didn't know. But mm-hmm. I, my dad was like, oh, no. He was like, this is the original, you know? <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I guess just listening with ja- to jazz, like, as, grow- as I grew up. But I also listened to Who Sampled, and I used that website. Mm-hmm. I found it because I was looking for, like, some song that Drake sampled a while ago. And uh, so I went on. I, like, just Googled it. And then Who Sampled was the first mm-hmm. website that popped up. So I was like, oh, my gosh, it's this is so a, cool. I literally song. had a notebook where I would just, like, search songs and then write like all the songs that sample i don't know why wow. i was bored had to Girl, that's called knowledge that's why and then right. i have found selection like a couple yes. months later Sounded yes. and then i heard joe selection k like he would play the original exactly. and then play and like the back and i would yeah. be like yo this is what i just like started the learning Travis about Scott sample the yeah. sample for antidote he played mm-hmm. reverse, like in reverse. He played antidote, then played that sample, and my mouth literally just dropped because <laughs> Eastbound and Wonder Girl flipped that in yeah. a t- different way that I did not expect. Mm. Yeah. So shout out to him for like making me want to like dig even deeper and like mm-hmm. find more, but also just like SoundCloud. Um, a lot of mixes that I listen to, like people. Shout out to the people who put the track list. So. They <laughs> oh, are I the real MVP. Yeah, yeah. I they love a good track so, list. Yo. I don't know. And just like, ra- I don't know. I just randomly come across things online. Mm-hmm. Like YouTube. I'll be in like a rabbit hole on YouTube Girl. before I know it. I'm like, that how did I get here? algorithm is crazy. I don't know how they know. Yeah. But legit, like I'll be listening to like something Pharrell and then I'll get like mad just Pharrell everything. <laughs> yeah. Like songs I've never even heard or knew he produced. Like I didn't know he produced for SWV early on in his career, and mm-hmm. I found that oh, out through, yeah. yeah. He's on uh, Human Nature at the beginning. He goes, the S double. That's U. him? Yep, that's his first vocal credit oh, ever. Shit. First vocal credit ever, because Teddy Riley wow. put him in the studio, I believe. Yeah, it Quote me on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that Facts. is amazing. So what inspired y'all to start your music careers? What, like, I know for y'all with DJing, and what inspired you, Kevin, to start with this this journey of like creating content that was centered around music like you have so many other talents where you're a graphic designer you're just like you're just a super intelligent person but what is it about music that you're like okay this is my creative thing uh so we'll I, start with you and then we'll go to the djs <laughs> yeah so. gotcha um music was in my life like for the entirety um I've, I had this weird thing where I have, like, a soundtrack to, like, every moment in my life. So I was like, okay, this song matched to this moment. Um, Kanye West graduation, like, having that album cover on your cap was just, like, the thing. So it, it, it really resonated with everything in my life. And I don't know, I was a big fan of, like, Music Choice, um, the channel. Yeah. Um, a little facts on the side. Yes. yes. Uh, you had Rap City, um, yeah. 106 in Park. Behind the music, uh, like all those all those documentaries and so forth, really interest was in my interest when I was growing up. So I just wanted to like do that and have that create that platform for today, bring us back to like oh those old soul jams or just give people the knowledge that they probably don't have and didn't know. Which I've I'm grateful to give people on a weekly basis where they come to me like oh I didn't know this was on this sample. I didn't know the Gap Band was sampled in Aaliyah's. Um, song, so it was like one of those things. I'm just like, I'm grateful. I'm learning as much as you are, so I like to share that. So th- that's where I want to go, and hopefully, my future lands me in this in a, in a bigger platform where I'm casting my own like TV shows that play those things I grew up on. So that's dope. it will happen. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Thank you. Speak it into existence. There we go. <laughs> um, Julian, I didn't mean to under- undercut you. Sometimes I forget that you are a whole record label owner. Like, yeah, same. you had. <laughs> <laughs> you were just <laughs> a 
multifaceted music mogul. So can you like take um, us through, like you know, why you even want to start that? Like what your musical you. journey has been. Um. So, uh, for the people who know me, know me, know that I come from a musical family. So my dad is a musician, um, songwriter, producer. Um, has been playing music, um, and recording music for over, I would say. 35 years now um he's been playing since he was 15 years old my dad is like 52 what does he play he plays organ um he plays piano he plays the flugelhorn um the tuba (laughs) and i think he plays another instrument i don't remember off the top of my head um so that was kind of like where i got my experience into music it's like i was always around him my dad me after church like hanging around the organ and then i'm from like the womb my mom would tell me like i was like kicking rhythmic patterns in her belly and then at like two to three months old <laughs> i'm over here grabbing drumsticks at like two to three months old and then my parents bought me my first drum set at like two by two and a half three i was playing the drums so i played the drums wow. all of my life um and then as i got older you know, like i wanted to do more with drums and stuff like that and i actually wasn't trying to go into music as i got older i wanted to be a psychologist um, and then my pastor told me, who's a, who is a psychologist, that um, most of the people who start getting into psychology, they don't actually like end up being psychologists mm-hmm. because that career field is so crazy. And then I heard Drake's Thank Me Later. Um, I think I was like 15 years old when that album came out. My uncle, he was um, Diddy's bodyguard, and he got Drake's album like a month before it cut. Like Dang. he got it from one of the producers that he's working with and he gave it to me. He's like, yo, you're going to love this. And I think that's when I kind of like sparked up the, the mindset of like, yo, I want to do music. Like wow. I want to get into it. Um, and then I found out like maybe two years before that I knew how to sing and I knew how to sing well. Um, I went to high school for um, vocal music, uh, Frank Sinatra School of the Arts. And then that led me to go to college, College of St. Rose for their music industry program, which was the number two music program in okay. the country um, for, for business, according to Billboard. I don't know how true that is. Um, <laughs> Billboard said it. You know it's true. Um, so that's kind of where I got, you know, how that developed. Um, and I got my degree in music industry. Um, and then just over the course of that time, I just continued to try to um, learn more about music. So I started learning how to play the piano. I started learning how to play the guitar. And I started learning how to play the bass um, because I wanted to be that producer. I wanted to be that person that brought production back to the place where it used to be, like where Quincy Jones was sitting there arranging Ooh. strings. And like um, think about like Q-Tip. Um, think about Pharrell, Timbaland. Like the, the, the essence of what a producer is because I feel like after 2008 beat makers came into the play and people were more so beat makers as opposed to producers mm. and then people were uh, assimilating to um the producer sound as opposed to the artist sound and that's why you have like a lot of people on metro booming beats oh that sound alike. yeah you, know I mean? you just explained that so well i've never heard anybody explain that so well well thank you yeah <laughs> because it's true because if you think about it like a lot of the music nowadays it sounds so similar and mm-hmm. it's because the, the they, everybody's using the same producers mm-hmm. they're going okay. to the same people for their music they're like Metro Boomin is hot yo or Sunny Digital is hot yo I want to go to him and I want to get my song produced from here and that's why I feel and I, I project that Trap is going to die because of this because everybody's going to sound alike and if you listen to the radio everything sounds alike yeah. right now yeah. um, so that's why on my journey I really wanted to bring the essence back into production and like foster talent and development talent from, talent from the very beginning um, and then fast forward to 2015 my best friend Tiffany over here was in <laughs> London and the school has started a record label I hated it I thought it was trash they were taking advantage of artists Aww. and I was referencing the point where um, Rihanna she got her accountant embezzled eight million dollars from her mm-hmm. and I was like how is it possible 
that your accountant was able to embezzle $8 million for, from you. And thinking about MC Hammer, the whole debacle with him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how often are artists being taken advantage of? Look mm-hmm. at Lil Wayne. Look at all the 360 death mm-hmm. contracts that were created. And I was like, I'm going to create a record label that not only just helps artists in a way where they get artist development, artist management, booking, whatever they need, but also educate them because there's no need for you to be an artist in 2019 and you don't want to be the person that's involved with your business, involved with your um, your production aspects, involved with your whole your whole essence of being because sometimes artists think like, oh, I'm going to get this shot and I'm going to get this opportunity and everything is going to be laid out for me on a silver platter. And this is not... 1980s Whitney Houston where she had 50 million people and they have millions of dollars of budgets to do that. You're working with a record label that says I might like this person's music they have a couple of million streams and I might give them $30,000 to start their career. People are not getting $5 million checks like they used to. They're getting maybe at max $50,000 if they have over like 5 million streams. So that's kind of where Birth Roundtable then I met I knew Tiffany from school and I came to Tiffany with the idea and I was like look I want to start this record label I think we can do this um, we signed our first artist October 2015 and it was just me Tiffany um, our other friend Alyssa and Devon Debbie Day that was like the beginning of Roundtable Records <laughs> in 2015 and fast forward to where we are now four years later um, having moved back to the city, created multi- multiple residencies, events, uh, work with a number of artists and develop a lot of talent. You know, that's kind of where I've been. So, yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Because the other day I tweeted that I wanted to start a band and you list. Did you respond to that tweet? I, I said, I said, hit me up. Okay. So now that I know you play all these instruments. Yeah, we already know the vibes. We have such a band up. And a piano. And then you said the bass. Yeah, we got the whole squad. Tiffany Patrice on the vocals. Tiffany Patrice on the vocals. She wants to do this so bad. She said it multiple times. Like, let me sing back up. It's not happening. You told me sing? to my face that she can't sing. She told me herself. <laughs> All right. She says I, I want to Tiffany sing. has a heart of a singer. Okay. If that makes sense. She has a heart of somebody I feel who you. wants to sing. I, feel you. I think with a little bit of training, vocal training, I could be good enough to do background <laughs> vocals. I, y'all okay. have all heard me hit notes before. I have. Ha- <laughs> say it. <laughs> you have all heard me hit notes before. Wait, Julian. So T, why don't you train her? Oh my gosh. Yeah, come on. I'll think about it. Damn. It's crazy. All right, all right. It'd be no, old people. No. <laughs> I you gotta you. give her a, I gotta give her a shot. All right, all right. Fair shot. You get one I'm shot. I'm intrigued. This band, Sing on the spot. I love we about to band. have a live uh, American Idol right Listen, now. we play a song association later. Okay. So later. I'm okay. A- okay. Yeah, so it's that time to hit those notes. Yeah. Oh, My man. heart just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Don't be scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> um, so, Tiffany, you go ahead and tell me how you got into all of this. Like, how uh, Nomadic started. Yeah. What made you want to start DJing. Yeah. Um. So, kind of back to how I said I uh, discovered who sampled. And then selection. Um, then I, like a couple months later, I studied abroad in London. Um, actually, before that, I was like, oh, there's all this music that I'm listening to, like from Selection Radio. And I was like, I don't know anyone else who's listening to it. So let's start a platform where I'm talking about this music. So that's how that started. I was just doing Song of the Day every day. Um, and it was just a Tumblr page. But then I went to London and I started interning for this company brand called Future Sounds. And um, at the time, I was like helping them with their radio show, like picking the music for the show and bringing in artists for interviews. And that's when I was like, 
this is really cool. Like, I'm really passionate about this. Like, I was really excited to be doing it. Um, and I was, like, really big on SoundCloud back then. Like, literally, I was on there every day, like, just looking for new music, digging all the time. Um, so I continued no matter. It was called Unintentionally Cool back then. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to tell you. Don't that. forget to mention that. Unintentionally <laughs> God, cool. Yeah, yeah oh, but it, it was too long of a name. And, yeah. like, I could barely even get it out. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I, like, I was not very consistent for a while, and I was like, all right, let's take this seriously. Um, so then I changed the name to Nomadic uh, because I wanted to represent the lifestyle that artists are able to live through their music. So they live a nomadic lifestyle with touring and, you know, and sharing their talent with the world. So that's where the name came from. Um, and, yeah, I just started taking it more seriously. Um, but the DJing, I was interested in that from uh, being in London. And like it was more so a radio thing, but the girl I was working with started DJing, and I was like, oh, like I want to give it a try. And mm-hmm. I made this really, really horrible mix on virtual it DJ. It was not horrible. It was I thought it was mix. really good. It was a good mix. I yeah. That, you guys are good friends because I like. No, I'm, I'm not, not lying. It was a good mix. The good. song choices the were song great. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The song selection was great. The transition was. Tr- but I you mean, didn't but have the equipment at that point. Yeah, I was doing it on a computer. She was virtual DJing, and she was doing transitions with like Q and P. Right. And it came out fire on Q and P as opposed to having crossfaders. That's talent. That's talent. But at the time, I was hyped as hell. Like, I was like, yo, I'm fired. Like, <laughs> I was so hyped about it. And then when I moved to New York, I was like, let's really do this. And that's when I bought the equipment and then just, like, started practicing and, like, going to Julian's house and, like, just being really upset because I was like, I'm really not good at this. And, yeah, but I just kept going at it. And then, like, my girl T, like, helped me out and stuff. So just look at you now. You're fired, being bro. around right. people that want to help and, like, see me grow and get better. It's been yeah. really helpful. So that's y'all, where we at. Yeah. Y'all have beautiful journeys. Like, yeah. I think this is absolutely amazing. I am rooting for all of y'all. So Thank you. keep Thank you. on pushing. So who are some of your favorite artists right now? What are some some of your favorite albums? Smino. I want to go first. Oh, I like Smino. How many Smino. times have you seen Smino, Seth? Three, three times. Smino. Smino. I saw him Smino's recently. Smino was fire. Yeah. Yeah. He. One of my favorite. I just, I can't. Smino, he's Chris an amazing performer. No? Yes, but more like healthier. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know what Smino is doing right now. Like you know. I, okay. I would know where Chris Brown's whereabouts were. Like all time. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. It was At really all bad. time. Yeah, I always knew where he was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, Smino, he's just an amazing performer. He, he, his wordplay is like, hey, I just oh read his gosh. lyrics sometimes. Yeah, like, it's wow. so yeah, fun. Yeah, he's like, incredible. It's he's so incredible. fun. He's, and he just sounds different. He does his own thing. He, I, I, I love him. He's mm-hmm. one of my favorites right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I guess one of my favorites right now is Lucky Day. Yeah. Um, I haven't been listening to a lot of new music. I, I would say, and I've been, you know, scolded for saying this. I say that Lucky Day is the Frank Ocean that black people thought that they were going to get, essentially. Mm. Like, yeah. from, like, what, what is the first verse on? Like, Novocaine. Um, yeah, like, with that, Frank, um, Lucky Day is the continuation of Novocaine Frank, in a way. Mm. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. Now I have to tune in. Yeah, definitely. What about you, Kevin? Um, favorite artist now, um, I would agree with Smino, one of my favorites. Um, Tierra Wack, that's one um, very talented. 
it's like a, a rising of women rappers. So like right now I'm looking at a lot of those, like Megan Thee Stallion, uh, Doja Cat. Uh, so there's a lot of them out there. So you like Doja Cat? She's interesting. Doja Cat is naturally talented. Though. She, is, she, it's she no is. Effort. I will give her that. It's no yeah. effort. I will she give her just that. does it. I guess maybe it's just it comes off as like super weird alternative R&B. I feel so like she's always been like that. Yeah. Like she's staying true to herself. Yeah, though. I right. like it. True. You're right. This, yeah, this is an actualization of probably of her own personality. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there oh. there are some songs. Like I like Tia Tamara, of course. That's yeah. a pop. Um, and what was the other? Juicy. Juicy's good. Yeah, Juicy's. I forget about that. I always there are a lot of songs mm-hmm. that I'm like, I oh, wish yes, I wrote this, and <laughs> I wish that I like, I just wish it was mine. Or sometimes <laughs> I hear something, I'm like, I, and I don't even I like write music mean. or produce. I'm like, I wish I produced this. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And Juicy's one of those songs. Yeah. I'm like, I wish I wrote this. Yes. Kevin, <laughs> do you consider yourself a hot girl? Like, are you a hottie? Are you a fan? <laughs> hot boy. Hot boy. Hot boy. Hot boy. City boy. Summer. It is a city boy. Summer. Okay. I'll go. So I was looking through my my iTunes because I'm like, I know for a fact I don't have any new music because I'm always looking at old stuff. So I rediscovered Confunction. And what else? Confunction. It's an old group. From yeah, back Confunction in is yeah. throwback. I've never heard. Roy Ayers. Um, there's a lot of old stuff on here. Zach Fox. Jesus is Zach the Fox one. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> He's the one. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Yeah, there's a girl a named song. Kate. You guys know Kate from London? I don't know how to say her name. It's like K A I I T. Yes. No, oh she's my. from um She's from somewhere. She's from uh, Australia. She's fire. Yeah. Love her. I have JPEG Mafia. Yeah, he's dope. Fire. <laughs> Khalees Wonderland just got dropped on a bunch of platforms. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. And Steve Lacey dropped that project. I have to go into that. Right. He's dope. What are you all I right. love Steve Lacey. But I, the I like the first project. Right. And Gold Link's new project is pretty Oh yeah, Gold Link's project. Yeah. Is all right. Yeah, yeah. And I really love Ari Lennox. I'm going to put that down. Yes. 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 New this, apartment slaps. This, 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 FaceTime slaps. FaceTime every, slaps. Every single the whole song. song. Yeah. It's just ordered <laughs> wow. so well. Yeah. Like, just, One thing somebody did say to me recently is that her voice gets very tiring after a certain period it's of time. Like, I'm like, I, yeah. can, I can see <laughs> Wait, no. I can see that. I'll yeah. say this. I had to listen to it a few times just to be kind of like, okay. like I had to, It grew on me, and I don't feel tired of it. I feel more like connected with it. And it was because I was going through something that I felt super connected to mm-hmm. what she was saying and like what's crazy is she got a song she like don't they do Two, four, three. And then I went on her Instagram and she yeah, posted she with a man. And I was like, girl, but they need frauds out here. Because um, City Girls is frauding yep, out here. Yeah, she pregnant. Uh, Megan, Megan Thee Stallion is frauding out here. So I'm y'all feeding into it. Yes. I'm sad it's about it. It's a propaganda it. tool. That so, took okay. me out, y'all. I was like really hurt. I was like, nigga, see 43 cuffed up for the Cuffed up. And he's not even 43. He's like 30 something. Well, she would have to be 43. She would be the one that's 43. I don't think she's there yet. Yeah, she's not. Either way, Got our ass. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Next question. Um. Let me see. Go, I'm, go, I'm really like thinking so hard right now because I know I'm gonna listen back to this and be pissed that I didn't say same, other same artists' song. names. Oh, yeah. No, same. Like, yeah, me too. I just, you I'm, can't get yeah, everybody. Yeah, I'm but, on some old school. Like, I really love hearing people, especially like when I go to parties and stuff, because I'm always like out mm-hmm. and like I'm always spinning with other DJs and like they'll play some shit I ain't heard in a minute and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, I live my for that. heart. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I love live. it. I think that's like 
super important like for us as DJs that we continue to do that mm-hmm. because like I feel like that's what makes DJ culture especially like the scene that we're in so unique is because like we take the time to dig for stuff that people hasn't heard like my play factor is like I'm gonna play some shit that they've never heard or they haven't heard in so many years and as soon as that like that song comes on it's like yeah. this brings you back to a moment in time where you're at your family's barbecue yeah. you're mm-hmm. with your cousins you're with your mom your aunt whoever it is you're like it brings that sense of nostalgia back and I feel like yeah. you, you, have, you have a lot of that in the sound that you create too Thank you. Yeah, I'm sure. always like always playing something oh I'll be playing something listen mm-hmm. we could go there Yeah, at the Bonnets and Durag party I played nothing but uh, jams shake your shoulders right who's in there <laughs> Harlem shaking and Durag just flapping uh-huh. <laughs> we need lot. that energy again wait can I just say one yeah go Sorry. ahead you say it because I just want to say her because I really I just told y'all that Nomadic is about like up and coming artist, yeah. and I just named Smino. So I really <laughs> want. Still, arguably up and coming. He right, is, right. but he's. I'm talking he, like. He has more, you mean yeah. he's going underground? This girl, she's from South Carolina. Her name is Saray, but it's spelled like S R A E. She's fire. Send me that. Send me that. I got you. So I I just want to shout her out because she's really fire, and I hope that. She continues to blossom Sign and people her, like bro. listen to Sign her music. Her, so yeah, she's yeah, fine. Look, winking, no like, three sixties yeah. over here. No three <laughs> yeah, so that leads into my next question. Um, so who's on the horizon right now that you're really excited about? Doesn't have to be mainstream. Can be indie. I mean, for me, it. I know it sounds super cliche, but I'm really excited for Megan The Stallion. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Just because of that same treatment, the the culture per se gave cardi b i need them to copy and paste and get yeah to definitely it. but it's it's de- it's getting there but it's not at an exponential rate like mm-hmm. how i need to see it um but the only thing is though i can say i wasn't that impressed with the last project mm. what was it called fever yeah, yeah. I, I, liked, I liked it you liked it mm. i mean it's not bad it just after a while it started to sound like the same song. It is. Mm-hmm. It, a lot oh, of it. Put a pussy on his beard and I'm out. <laughs> the production is the wow. same. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Megan, I this sounds like the album Megan, that, you say it like you know. Right. Megan. Like, Megan, come on, sis. <laughs> no, but it sounds like the album that the the um what's the word I'm looking for? The record label wanted her to make. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. It wasn't the album that she really is capable of doing. Cause mm-hmm. when you watch her freestyles But it's also yo, a mixtape. It's true. a mixtape. It's not really an album. That's true. So I, I, think love, I love how they be doing that. Yeah. I mean, oh, I mean, yeah. her yeah. dropped a mixtape. Kehlani dropped a mixtape. Yeah. It was Grammy nominated. Somebody True. was like, I saw you some right. tweet the other day. It was like everybody calls their like project a mixtape unless it's not a flop. Like, yeah. like why? Yeah. Like why is everything a mixtape? I don't why, know. Like, why does anyone want to like admit that it's an album? Because right. when you when I think of mixtape, I think of what was dropping on Hot New Hip Hop. Yeah. These aren't mixtapes. Julian, be talk streamed. to us. Right. I'm, I'm going to get an answer. Talk about it. <laughs> so, right, let's talk about essentially, it. the reason why they want to format it as a mixtape is because when you have an album, it takes you, it, then you have to talk Grammy contention. So, if she, Megan Thee Stallion goes right now and she makes her album, this is her debut album. If Fever was her first project that she wants to give off to the world and that's her debut album and that gets picked up. When it comes to Grammy contention, that's a whole new level of things because now they're going to have to go through um, the streams, the purchases, the downloads, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times the artists are trying to avoid doing the mixtape because until they have their first album ready. I don't know who in recent time who had a good like a reference point for this, but um, I would say like if you have the mixtape 
Brady, continue to make mixtapes until you get that major deal because that major deal has the extra money to put into marketing and distribution. Is that a chance the rapper situation? It's not a chance the mm-hmm. rapper situation. Nobody's no. ever going to be a chance the rapper situation. That oh, is a okay. one in a million that? unique situation. <laughs> and even um, Chance the Rapper, instead of going the label route, he did Apple Music and they funded his project versus, oh. you know, a label funding the project, okay. which is typically what happens. I think um, Frank Ocean kind of. Frank Ocean, yeah, essentially, yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to lie. <clears throat> I was thinking, I was going through my iTunes trying to see, like, what new artists. <sighs> I don't really have one. That's crazy. I do old. Like, I try to get deeper into the older mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just really like it. And, like, I'll challenge myself even to, like, listen to like I'm really obsessed with Anita Baker oh she's one of my favorites banger so I'll like put on like Anita Baker uh radio or like switch or like the deal or Mm -hmm. like old stuff and just like vibe you know what's funny the other day in the mall I was with um Davon and Shalimar came on night to remember yes and I was jamming and he didn't know that song I was hurt like old school music is my love language Mm -hmm. you don't know that song even Beyonce's you don't, you Girl, don't you I gotta hear it, bro. Like, I'm a player yeah, right play now. Seriously. Play that <laughs> Once you hear it, you're gonna be mad at yourself because yes. you know exactly I what mean, the song I'm is. I mean, I'm not gonna remember Shalimar, but I mean, no shade, Shalimar. <laughs> <laughs> no shade. I didn't know. I didn't know, know that Babyface was in the deal. I didn't know that Babyface was in the deal. I did not know that. Okay, I didn't know it. You didn't know Babyface was what in the deal? What deal? Like the group. Right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like what deal? Hold on, I gotta pull this up because it's gonna bother me that y'all don't know this. I, I feel like maybe me. when I hear this it, I'll be like, you are. Uh, I'm not trying Why to say. Why do we have the same song? I think I added that song. What is that at the top of your thing? Painted? Nah, the first one. The oh, first that's my dad's song. Here we go. Oh, you don't know this one? I'm gonna dance with y'all. Give me a second. <laughs> Julie, really, just because you know every song ever known to man. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> also, you know old school songs be having the long ass intro. The long ass intro. Yes. The more just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a night with me. Yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. I know this. I know this. Wow. Here we go. Oh, this is a vibe. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Oh. Tonight. Hey! This hey. is a banger. Hey, yes. <laughs> this is my. But that's the type of stuff that like we don't we lose with like streaming yeah. and, pop, and platforms like you know Spotify and Apple Music. Like that's the music that yeah. your parents grew up. I just had to go up. on YouTube to get that song. It's not. It's on not. Apple it's music. not available. See, that's why I wouldn't know it. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you got to dig. You got to go to the yeah. stores and listen. I'm trying to listen. My dream date right now in my head. Not. I'm not even forecasting this because boys are just not really in my in my mental right now. I'm trying to focus on me. You dig? Heard if you listening sense. and you a hot girl and you want that hot girl shit, let's go. Yes. Just keep being on your Jot hot girl Thank shit. You. you know what Jot I'm saying? Period, poo. Period, son. Okay, but yeah. Long story short, when you know when I am at some point in life, maybe when I'm 43, <laughs> looking to talk to a dude, we are gonna go to the record store and we just gonna listen to music all day. That's right. You should go to the mixtape shop. 
It's in Brooklyn. It's yeah, that one is mad cute. It's called oh, the mixtape. It's a the mixtape shop, and they have records, and it's a coffee shop too. Oh, I'm gonna do it's that. A good, it's a good day. Imagine, imagine being booed up and like stealing date ideas from the single. Uh, That's I'm crazy. Sorry, sorry. But you know I can't <laughs> use that right now. Nah, you know I can't use that right now. It's crazy. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Because when I get one, I'll see that Lauren London thing, which it was like. But when you get one. Oh, okay. yes. When she was talking about her yes. man. Yes. Oh, yes. One time for Lauren yeah. London and Nipsey Hussle. Long That's live. That's one thing that we didn't get a chance to talk about on the show yet. And how how much of an impact Nipsey has left on our community. And I mean, and I love that he is getting all of the praise now. I love but it, it. It's like one of those things where I know some people kind of feel, have that point of contention. Like, oh, why didn't, how, y'all wasn't fucking with him always. before he passed. You always. know, it's I always mean, yeah. that. It's always going to be that like, yeah. I don't want to say even struggle. It's just like, if he's getting it now or if he got it then, you know what I'm saying? I feel like love is love. You right. know what I'm saying? True. And like, right. it's better that we like, do praise somebody who did so much for so many people and, you know, just continue to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Memorialize him mm-hmm. in that way and like, just keep that alive. So that way, I feel like too, doing that, gives other people this idea that like well maybe if i live my life that way like you know when i pass i'll be remembered in that way you know what i'm saying so like right i don't think it's a bad thing either way i think it's dope to like continue to show love who's one artist that is um no longer here that you want to revive that you wish that you could revive um it's the Mm, that's a that's a that's a question that's a question off the top of my head because prince was literally the big greatest musical genius that ever nobody really like paid attention to like mm. prince i personally think should have surpassed michael jackson in level of like greatness because the amount the, the his production level if you listen to like a lot of um janelle monet's early stuff and even her mm-hmm. more recent stuff you could hear the, the level of musicianship yeah. the the attention to detail the songwriting like prince woods was i read an article in gq magazine one time and they said that um prince was like not even a real person that he floated in the room before you walked Somebody in. Somebody said that too <laughs> on Breakfast said, Club. And they said you could smell <laughs> Prince before he walked really? in the room because he he smelled like lavender and like baby shampoo. And he smelled <laughs> it before he walked in the room. But like his essence was like not even like of, the, of his earth. Like he would travel with a mobile studio no matter where he go. He can be going to his friend's house. He has a mobile studio recording and it was a box. It's one of wow. one, a box, speakers, everything. Like, we need a more from Prince, and I know he's you know tried to live the Jehovah Witness life and to keep it calm and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I think I will want Prince back personally. Mm-hmm. What about you, Tiff? You don't know? I don't know. Let him. Let him. Many rivers. Let him. Yeah. Okay. But I would bring back Aaliyah. Aaliyah, yeah. yes, definitely. I was yeah. obsessed. I still am obsessed to this day. I feel like she, just to me, and I feel like she was a Capricorn too. And like I don't know, I just always felt super like connected to her. Even as a kid. Yeah, same. She was just my fave. Um, uh, let's put, oh, we're going to say. I don't want to disrespect, but I don't feel like Aaliyah would, would have been that great. But we'll never know. That's what I wanted to, to we'll expand know. upon. Because, Tupac and Biggie situation, too. Yeah, because there's this idea that, like, well, yeah, Tupac and Biggie, but Aaliyah, that people say Beyonce would not be who she is today had That's Aaliyah been around. Lie. 
And it, it is That's a damn lie. Are you sure? I the thing I, is, I don't know, but I don't think so. I, okay, I'm gonna take. Let me take it back. I'm not gonna say it's a damn lie. But they are completely. Yeah, <laughs> Lord Jesus, I'm sorry. Oh, Leah. Oh, oh, I don't um, want her to be dead. I'm just saying, oh, yeah. she's still here. I don't think that her music will be where everyone thinks it would. Right. You know? And also, we have to think That's about crazy. her final moments yeah, in, on this earth. She was transitioning into an acting career. Mm. Aaliyah was already backpedaling out of this music industry. Not to say that she was going to be completely out, mm. but I feel like she was trying to transition and pivot, and it would have already made room for the Beyonce's, Ashanti's, Rihanna's to come through, you know? I just mm. think, I I also haven't seen enough footage, so I can't say. I haven't seen enough tour footage from Aaliyah, mm-hmm. but I don't get a strong um, stage presence. Beyonce has that. I don't think Aaliyah has that. I don't think Aaliyah had that. Is- I personally, this is Tierra on the mic. I personally <laughs> do not, I don't know. I just don't want to even disrespect, like, tread on that because I feel like Aaliyah, she, y'all have to see, like, where she started. She started on Star Search, same as, like, Beyonce, mm-hmm. same thing. Like, her voice is incredible beyond what we can even say, like, right now because we don't know. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right, like, right. it's unwritten, and or maybe it's written, and, that you know, that's what we're ignoring is that, like, she is who she is regardless of, like, what she may have or may have not been. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I feel like that's the most important thing is just to acknowledge her legacy, and that's it. Like, I can't even compare Beyonce and Aaliyah and, know, and like, feel comfortable doing that because Aaliyah inspired me in ways that Beyonce still inspires me today. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? From, mm-hmm. her, from her time on this earth. Th- same with Biggie, same with... Pac, like, you know, I feel like Biggie was 24 or Pac was 24 when they passed. I'm 24 right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm 24. Imagine, like, being that big. At, you know what I'm saying? Age, yeah. Where we are, yeah. yeah, they have been, or they've been beyond, you know what I'm saying? Like, at our age and accomplished so much. And, like, I don't know. It's just a lot. R.I.P. Aaliyah, man. Yeah. All right, for, sure. for sure. I stand corrected. All right, right. P. Right. Edit that out. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna keep it in. I'm gonna keep it in. I'm not trying to disrespect nobody's legacy. Yeah. I love and respect yeah. them both. No, of course. Um, yeah. So, oh, Kevin, you didn't get a chance to answer. Um, you know, who's on the horizon that you're excited about? Oh, um, you know, like I mentioned before, um, Megan The Stallion. I'm looking forward to see where she grows. Um, Tiara Wack. Um, and this is it's just unique because he's just a unique. Um, individual right now with this number one single Lil Nas X I just want to see where yeah. he goes I don't think he's going anywhere I don't think so either but I, I really want him to ride the okay. coattails of this yeah me that. too the reason why I, su- I support but I support is he's not really a music person he's not really a rapper the song was written for him was it on a low low right. oh, I didn't know it was that. not he oh, didn't oh, do all the writing mm. for the song and he was a blogger it was supposed to be like a play like a like a little joke mm. or whatever so it, it just so happened that it blew up that's why I've been waiting for a follow up single yeah he should have been had a follow up yeah. single I, from... I don't think he should he's, he's number one but if you're going to be an artist and we got a number one, you need a follow-up. <laughs> I love yeah. him. I think yeah. he's dope. And I think that what's even more funny about it is that he is like, 
you know, like, we all wonder, like, what's fame really like? Like, he is the normal person that got famous, and it's like, right. it's like this, y'all. Like, <laughs> I'm doing this, yeah. and I'm doing that, and he's such a troll. Like, one day he exactly. put, oh, it's so funny. Like, on Twitter, he put up an album cover, and it was his face with the nothing was the same background, and it legit said nothing was the same. He was like, this is my album, y'all. And it was people on there arguing with him for an entire day. Like, you stole Drake's album cover. He's like, no, I didn't. It's clearly my face. Like the blue no. is a little different. Yeah. <laughs> see, that, that's why I, I'm interested to see what he's doing. I'm not seeing like uh, a Grammy or anything. I just want to see like what he does with I this would trolling. Laugh so hard if this man got nominated for a Grammy. I, I think if like, he might be because surprised. of Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. If it was of him course. by himself, maybe not. But because Billy Ray Cyrus, yeah. he might be. Which I'm so happy that he did. Yeah, I'm so happy yeah. about that. That would be yeah. hilarious. Oh, and I think that that was two questions behind. The other question was if there was somebody who was deceased, uh, an artist that is oh. deceased, who you would revive and bring back. Um, if there is anyone, I have two in mind. There's one is a producer and one is an artist. Producer wise, Jay Dilla. Of course. Um, his production is amazing. And um, Common just dropped the song. I think it's Love Her. Her Love is like the second part, so I used to love her. Ooh. It's actually a Jay Dilla old beat wow. he bought back. And I was like, yo, this is timeless. The fact that. Mm-hmm. Who knows how long ago this beat came out? Mm-hmm. So that's one. But all right, this is Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. In compared in, in to what you're saying, I, I really wish I knew what this This Is It tour would have been mm-hmm. and, and what he would have done afterwards. Like, yeah. that, everyone was like, This is the tour that will make him, like, on top of the world. Yeah, on top of the world. Yeah, but, was, and then he, he's gone right in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 I'm not crying. You are. <laughs> oh. oh, That's so honest. I love it. <laughs> um, to lighten it up a little bit, whose career do you wish would end? Oh, like, who's like, like, yeah, yeah. Back. <laughs> yeah, I guess I must be shady today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, She's like, mm-hmm, let me get y'all up in some shit. No. Yeah, just, I agree though. I there's feel just people like, I just don't. I just not. Even I got support, one. I got a good one. He's not a musician. Who? That's fair. That's fair. Do you you guys think that we should have a retirement age for artists? No. No, not if they're still making good music. But for for, for rappers. I don't want hope to go. (laughs) I don't want hope to go. I mean, I don't want hope to retire, but I feel like there's certain rappers that get into a point where it's like, I don't know if I need a single or another album or a song from you. Like T said, I think it's just if you were continuing to make great music, why put an end to it? Mm -hmm. And if you have that, like, like Snoop is clearly been in the game forever still able to hop on a song and get a number one like Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying lil duval my best life even though it was kind of like a joke but it was you know that's a sample too Mm-hmm. Yeah. I found that. I out. found that out on WBLS. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know I was like, "What they playing? My best life for?" Wait, so uh, whose career are you trying to see? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Go ahead. Nah, y'all can be listen. honest. I'm just gonna be like, "Boy, how about it, Derek?" Oh um, no, we do not. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time for Nicki Minaj to hang it up. Oh, wow. Wait, wait, wait. Time Strong. out, time out, time out. I yeah, I the, gotta go. I'm sorry. The, the hi- I'm her in my hive. prime optimist. Her, her and Black China are so drop you know, a song. I saw Aunt Trina. Wait, Black China's gonna be on a song? I don't know. If, we don't Trina. know. Maybe she's gonna be in a video, but, but there's, there's an album go. cover with Trina and Nicki Minaj. And I'm like, okay, cool. 
I, I, maybe this is her like apology tour. This is her way to try to reclaim her. There's her no seat. apology tour. The the seat never was taken. Oh, boo-boo. Don't start with this. The oh, seat boys. never was taken. Was it, oh really? Okay. I tell him eat the because it's good form. <laughs> oh and when he eat the he got good form. I love Come that. Come on, these are bars, people. Her verse on dark why, fantasy. Why do you think? Why do you think? Why do I That's think? That's forever solidifies her in the game. You know, you she know, can't go. I'm, you know, I, I think what it is is I'm taking more of a personal approach to it mm-hmm. because I feel like instead of her embracing other um, women rappers that mm-hmm. are coming up in this she's game, she, yeah, exactly. She's torn, she's torn them down. So that's why I said I feel like this is her Where's apology tour to. Where's the proof? On Twitter. Twitter. Where's the proof? Um, on <laughs> all of the blogs. Do you not hear her on Queen Radio? Radio. Yeah. Queen Radio. Definitely. Queen Radio. Oh, it was, she's not a hater. Yeah, she's a hater. And I can't get with that. Because at the end of the it's day, me and like, you in here, and there's two against three. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not a Nikki Stan. I just hope that the Nikki Stans don't come after you after this. Yeah. Oh, so. they are. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But the thing is, I'm a barb. I'm I mean, a barb, I y'all. I got us. This. I'm holding us down. I've already went through this barbs coming in my DMs and mentions. It, the barbs are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Money, that money. Okay. You <laughs> got a barb right next to you. Right. Yeah. Right. What's listen, up? I know where she lives, y'all. Don't worry. I got this. I got this. I got it. No, and it's and I'm not trying to tear another woman's career down at all. I mm-hmm. just really just want her to like be able to be more collaborative. Mm-hmm. And I think this and you know what it I, this might be her opportunity and this might be her that, yeah. her beginning to do. If so. she did that, I feel like people would perceive her in a different way. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying that she hasn't because I feel like there are times when she's like. Not that any I can reference off the top of my head, but like I feel like she's worked with other female rappers. Mm-hmm. Maybe. You just said you can't think of nothing. I can't think of nothing off the top of my head. It was that one time she did that song with Cardi Motorsport. Right. But <laughs> that was, that was drama on separate days. Yeah. yeah. I, I think for the whole Nikki conversation, for like over 10 years, she was it. Yeah. She was the pinnacle Still of female hip hop. Yeah. And I think that now that there's some growth and development, she doesn't know how to accept it. And instead of like the rest of hip hop, with predominantly men, obviously, um, they were a little bit more accepting. She's kind of painting this picture for other women in hip hop that they're not accepting. But yeah. like, I don't see Eve, I don't see Little Kim, well, Little Kim and her had their little Eve. <laughs> yeah, but, like, yeah. I don't see Eve, I don't see MC Light, Eve I don't see Missy Elliott. Yeah, I don't see any of the like pioneers and uh, women pioneers in hip hop coming after Nikki the same way she's coming after all the new girls that are coming yeah. out. You know? I'm trying to think if she ever like done something with another girl. Are you a real bar yourself? You know I'm a bar, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm a bar, bro. And don't think too hard now. But, I mean, but yeah, no. I'm I'm looking forward. But I also to love all female rappers. Don't get that. Yeah, no, no, definitely. No, no, right? no, for sure. Like, let me just say that because yeah. I don't have a problem with like none of these girls that are coming up. I feel like. None of them have reached that level of, like, Nikki status. When I say Nikki status, I mean, like, to the point where that's, like, the only female rapper you hear on the radio. Mm-hmm. Except for, I feel like Cardi's kind of on her on a run right now. But I do believe that Nikki is really authentic and true with her art. So I do believe that, like, that is what keeps her, like, solidifies her as an artist and also gives her longevity. Because if this is coming from you, the stuff that you're putting out... Like, it's almost like a well, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have a constant flow of stuff that's coming out of you. You're able to produce these things. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's not, I don't know that Cardi writes her raps or doesn't write her raps, but from my understanding, she doesn't. You know what I'm saying? From my, from my understanding, she doesn't. I don't want to even say, like, doesn't write her raps or maybe doesn't write all of them. Mm-hmm. Point being is that, like, there's only so much of that that, like, can appeal as if it's real or, like, feel real. And I feel like I connect with music that's real. 
Does that make sense? Yes, I, it makes sense. But you're the way what you're describing to me doesn't like Nicki Minaj doesn't give me that mm-hmm. that emotion in me. I feel like at like this, you're talking like I feel like over time it's kind of like the I want to say the quality has shifted. Like it doesn't feel like when we was in uh high school and in the ninth grade, like you know listening to her freestyle. Oh, like, I was on the plane with Dwayne. Like and that's all you want to do is just scream at the top mm-hmm. of your lungs. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't feel like that now, but also we're all in a different stage in life and like there are other girls kind of like breaking in the scene mm-hmm. and like we have so many more rappers to choose from, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. female rappers. I and mean, I'm happy right. about that. Me it's too. Necessary. Right. I'm tired of dude rappers. Okay? I, 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 they, talk, right. they rap about the same stuff. The same stuff. I, I want to hear about Hot Girl Summer. I so. do facts, feel like facts. I wish... But also though, I wish that there were more like, I don't want to say conscious female rappers. The only one I can think of off the top yeah. of my head, there's a cup tier. Rhapsody. Dope. Rhapsody. Mm. Um, I was going to say there's a girl named Lady London, Fire. No name. No name. Yeah. No, no, no name. name is good. But these are people that aren't getting the same level of exposure because as... Because of that over-sexualization. You, you, I saw you mention on, that yeah. on the notes. Okay. It's, yeah. We, we can get into that too before we move on to the game. So Because it's like the reason why Nikki's of the world and Cardi's of the world and Megan's of the world do so well is because they're over-sexualized. Definitely. Point blank, period. Mm-hmm. Like, we want to see them shaking ass. We want to see them talking it about popping pussy. Like, when I see yeah, and it, 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 it activates something in you that you normally, as a woman, or sometimes as a woman, tend to reserve. Mm-hmm. So you feel like this is like your new outlet of expression. Next, yeah. that it's a hot girl summer, let me drive the boat, I'm going to yeah. drive the boat and I'm going to activate my inner bad bitch. I mm-hmm. feel that on a real level. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at my my house, like I would say, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, listening to "Pull Over That Ass Too Fat" by Trina. That's a real thing. Like I do that on a regular. Yeah. And I have a dance and everything. It's like a routine. Wow. Yes. That and Please the end of Instagram "Before story. I Let Go" by Beyonce. Bunny hop, bunny hop, drop, pop. All right. <laughs> yes. No. What I was gonna say is, um, just think about the the history of female rappers and mm-hmm. what their their representation looked like, yeah, like definitely. in the media. It was always over sexualized. Like, when are we gonna have female rappers? Lauren, like, Lauren, I was Lauren just about wasn't. to say. Okay, that. I, I mean, yeah, no, right, have, but like so you gotta go back, yeah, to Queen yeah. Latifah and right. MC yep. Light yep. and yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Roxanne, Pepper, Roxanne. Mm-hmm. You're right, because I feel like there was a turning point. There Maybe was a turning the, point. The it might have been Little Kim. Little Kim. She was a turning point. Exactly. She gave us that, but like you said, it like gave us this sense of empowerment. Like, oh shit, like I don't have to be like. It w- and it's kind of funny because it like when you think about it in that way, it's like almost like a shift in power. Like it was like, did y'all watch Avatar? I didn't watch it, so mm-hmm. I don't want to quote it wrong. But anyways, wasn't there different nations that had power? Like think of like the hot girls having like <laughs> a nation, and then it's like U N I T Y duality, duality. But like. In the end, they're all like making good music and yeah. like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, is it really duality or is it just like, you know, two different sides of the same stick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we all have that energy inside of us. Like, every, I feel like I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm a woman. I don't care. Um, every girl, <laughs> every woman has a hot girl in them. And every woman, like, they, there's a, like you said, there's the two sides. You have the reserved person, you have that person that's going out there twerk. There's a person, you know, that's, that's twerking is their main energy versus like somebody else where they're more reserved is their, their energy. Mm-hmm. I think that more so now is that it's more accepted in the culture. And I feel like the reason why it was such a big problem before is because we look down upon women and like women accepting who they are and mm-hmm. being comfortable in their skin. And now, we're seeing more of a pattern where it's acceptable okay you know what 
I'm, I'm standing for all the hot girls. I'm standing for anybody who wants to be out there and be themselves and be comfortable and show them you have a right to choose. But I feel like the man has kind of restricted a lot of that. And that's why before Little Kim, there was always just that, you know, keep it to myself type of person. Um, but I think definitely think it's necessary. It's a necessary energy. I definitely think corporations do over-sexualize women. I got to tell you guys something mm-hmm. before we finish. Missy Elliott, too. Oh yeah. yeah, Missy. Yeah, gotta show love to Missy. Yeah. Got to. She so, did. So she gets left much. out of the conversation a lot. Oh my and god, but she did so, sad. so much. Yes. There's so many people. <laughs> so much. She was so talented. Still can mm-hmm. sing, Still. can rap. Produce. I don't know. I was, produce. I was gonna Ooh. say I don't know. If she can choreograph, but she can dance. No, she. she can oh yeah, she definitely did. Yeah, when we was young, oh my gosh, she was like the coolest thing. Uh-huh. Like, she was so cool. I remember one of the first music videos I've ever, like, from known to memory is Super Duper Fly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. She got the, the yes. garbage bag on. Yeah. I used to think that was the coolest she thing She's a style icon. You gotta, she you gotta, you know, She definitely pushed the boundaries. Yeah. All right, so we dedicate this episode to you, Missy. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, we love you. I want We've to be in one of her stand. music videos. Me, I want it to be the one girl, that kids. one girl with the bang that Yo, was like, she was on every video, yeah. Allison. Allison. Oh my God, so she got to the bag though mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. she got to the bag yeah. all right so now it is game time oh, <laughs> so we are about to play song association we're gonna hear tiff's vocals yes we finally get to hear tiff's vocals exclusive shit okay so each guest will have three attempts to um use the word that I give you mm-hmm. to come up with the song. You can sing like a line or two or three lines of that song, but you have 10 seconds to think of it. I'm timing you. And so I'm going to keep oh points. And if you um, don't make it by the 10 seconds, it's zero points, obviously. But if you make it within the 10 seconds, you get a point. So you're saying a word, and then I have to sing a line of a song with that word in it? Yeah. In 10 seconds. Wow. You bite your nails. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to. Legit, our, <laughs> our brains are 90% song lyrics, y'all. Right. I feel like I'm yeah. going like, to go back right. and like. Gonna, y'all know that. These are fairly easy words. When you're on the spot, it's like, eh. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> easy words. Sheesh. go first. All right. You want to go first? Oh, Shit, man. I don't care. Damn, okay. Hey, I was you. like, let's do this. Okay. I'm scared. So hold on. Let me, let me open up my uh Set the pace. My Wait, timer are, app. are we all getting Inject. different words? You all are getting different okay, words. Cool. Yeah. Mm, I don't know what. All right. And then let me keep track. Oh my song. god, y'all. Can we repeat a song that's already been sung? Nope. Damn. You didn't say that until I just You're said right. it. You're right. You're right. And I would have disqualified you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Go. Sure. Let's go, team. You right. ready? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Your word is drunk. Drunk in love, we be all night. Next. No, she didn't. <laughs> that, that was that was. <laughs> no, you did it with the. Uh. All right. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next word. Thank you. Thank you very much for picking me up and bringing me back to this world. I want to thank you. I can do two. Oh, I thought you was going to say thank you next. No, That's so what yeah. I was expecting. <laughs> but you went to prototype. I yeah, I did. Prototype. Love that And one. I want to thank you, Alicia Myers. Yes, okay. Yeah. Okay, do I? Okay, right. let's go. It's two. Yep, that's two for two. All right. Next one is night. And I, when you're far and I'm alone, I feel the fabric from your t-shirt flowing through my body. Tonight's the night, the mood is right. Everything you do, I write. I don't know the words. That's um, Azalea Banks. Um, um. Good night, good night, good night, good night. 
Night, night, it's over and done. That was emotions. Oh, okay. Okay. She's yeah. Yes, clearly she's a pro at this game. <laughs> you want to go ahead, Kiss? <sighs> Can I pass this real quick? <laughs> <laughs> no, we got to go in order. Got you, got you, Okay, so to you in the lead, obviously, three for three. Three for three, <laughs> um, damn. I put like, I did like three songs each, though. I yeah, you, you did. So six points. No, I <laughs> still got three. <laughs> <laughs> No bonus. No bonus. Maybe we'll do a bonus if it's tied. Okay. Okay. All right, Kevin. Your word is love. You got this. I had drunken love in my head, but I'm like, I can't repeat it. So. Time. Damn. Missed that one. Imagine. (laughs) All right. We're gonna move on to the next one. Your word is proud. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so proud of you. Okay. <laughs> hey, 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 one like, point. <laughs> <laughs> so monotone. <laughs> yeah, I don't have vocals. No, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, next word is faith. Uh, see, that was, that's, I a good, could, that's a good one. I don't know yeah. any faith. Uh, <laughs> oh, you could do, I mean, you can go to church with that. I was trying to bring the gospel out of you. You know, Hezekiah Walker. Faithful, 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 faithful. I thought the word was great. It is. I was so. See, see, see. It is great. It's fun. But I was thinking, faithful to the end. Oh, that one, yeah. I'm going to be. I'm gonna be so faithful. Yeah, oh awesome. yes, damn. All right, got this. But you gotta no, have faith. No, she's a jukebox over here. I right, am. you are. I am. I don't know the words to nothing, so this isn't good. Yeah, that's. <gasps> I look bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to go, Julie? Yeah, I think I'm ready. Okay. Your word is twerk. Twerk, 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 twerk. <laughs> So, <laughs> Does that it sounds birthday? like. Isn't that Rihanna? She says it? Nope. No, that's, that's not that song. Damn, I don't even know. It's fake. Uh, <laughs> <Gross. laughs> but, but why did he sing twerk in like the tune of like, row, row, row your boat? I think that twerk, twerk. I thought you were singing. Yeah, I thought it was a song. I'm not going to lie. I thought you were singing the City Girls Cardi B song. I want to slim There we go. No, no, no. Not got to be a full lyric or two. Nope. Okay. Um, your next word is <laughs> money. Bitch, better have my money. Okay. There we go. Rihanna, that's a good one. Okay. All right. Okay. Or um, you got to have the money, money, money. I, I don't know what oh, song is. Oh, money. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember that price tag. I used to be on the radio all the time. I, I didn't like the radio at that point. <laughs> For real. <laughs> okay, your next word is music. Uh, Prince. Musicology. Dun, 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 dun. And that's the word. It's just musicology. That's the chorus. Okay. okay. There you go. Okay. I was right. thinking, just like music. Me too. Uh, yeah. Dang. Okay. Oh, I used to love that song. Me too. Nervous. Nervous. Okay. Eric Sermon. Yeah. Okay. Yo, why you looking at that? All right. This is her racket. Uh, Your <laughs> word is hair. You better call Becky with the good hair. Okay. <laughs> 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 I, was, I 
was trying to think like, what is the song? Yo, you got it though. You got it. Okay. Next word is scream. Scream. I hate you so much, right? That's screaming, basically. That's in, that's in So it, the word has to be in the lyric. <laughs> <laughs> you don't actually scream in the lyric. Yeah. Nah, the word is scream. Do you gotta scream. <laughs> you make me wanna scream. Stop pressuring me. Michael Jackson, oh, Janet Jackson. Yeah, that's what I had in my head. I did, nah, okay. It's Last okay. One. It's all right. Last one. Yours is run. Come on. Run, um, you know this. Yeah, I'm making her really nervous. Run, <laughs> I, run the fuck. No, stop looking at me. And wait. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> time, and you gonna be really fucking pissed at yourself that you didn't think we of it. Run it, run it, run We were just talking about it. I can't do this on the spot. I can't do this on the pressure is really difficult. Yeah, I kept trying to think of Beyonce because on the run tour, I was oh, like, there's got to okay. be a song. See, a lot of things come to your subconscious. Girl. Yeah. It could have been Who Run the World. Yeah. I was thinking Run it. I'm like. Run it, yeah. I know. Y'all was all looking at me, and I was like, I don't know. I was like, she knows this. I'm like, Tiffany, we were just talking about this. Right. I'm like, I'm not good We got to get you. We got to get you. Yes, Me? Yeah, everybody write down the word. Everybody write down the word. I got it. Y'all write down the word, and I'll do it. All right, I got one. I got Ready? One too. Okay, but I want to make sure. So let's do it in order. Okay. So you got a word. I got a word. You got a word. Who else want to volunteer a word? Mm. Kevin? Yeah. All right. I got one. All right, ready? So then are you going to do. Wait. So we're going to do four? I got four. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> you, you have to beat T. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. Oh my God. You, get, okay. you even get an extra try to you beat You got the timer ready? Yep, I got it. Ready? Got it. Okay. Your word is baby. Baby, 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 baby. Okay. Okay. Wait, you want me to do the timer each time? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, please. Ready? Uh, purple. Ooh. Purple rain. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, your word is fight. It's about to be a what? Girl fight. I was thinking the same thing. Why do we have the same thoughts? Okay. Oh, oh man, mine's is like kind of easy. This is for the win. Maybe we should go at the same time. <laughs> this is for the win. Wait, how are we gonna go at the same? We're gonna time? go at the same time because it's gonna be like a. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, this is okay. for the tiebreaker. Okay, yeah, that's fun. That's right. fun. <laughs> I'm gonna switch my word actually. Okay. Right. I was gonna do I water, but that's not easy. You gotta make it hard, Tess. Yeah. Wait, somebody gotta push the timer. All right, I'll push the timer. Wait, Let's my get it. Is... Pack it up. Let's get it. All right, it. I got it. <laughs> the word is phone. Kiss me through the phone. You got that <laughs> Yeah, she's a human jukebox. I am. Let's, Let's, it. Let's go. Come oh, on. My God. Stop playing with this me. Is, that's my next tweet. <laughs> I am, man. Yeah. But thank y'all for playing though. I appreciate y'all for coming oh, out. I need to get the post game interview for real. I mean it was a tough one. It was really Wait, close. Can you do it in the context of Drake? Like how he did the post game interview? <laughs> I don't know how he did it because I really didn't watch it. I, oh, I, I, I got my chips. I need no, my chips no, with the dip. No, dip. <laughs> when he was like, Not he was like, I eat, I eat, I eat, I eat. He was yeah. like, yeah, what, what are, you, are you stupid? Are you, are you dumb? dumb? Are, you, are you stupid? Pick yeah. one. Like, what? Yes. What? Listen, exactly. I did a phenomenal job. I, I just played my all. I gave my all out there. Glad I just had these guys out there with me just to do a live. <laughs> 
It was a great game. It was a great game. Yeah, yeah, we uh. Oh my god. Cannot stand y'all. Oh my goodness. That's fun. No, that was, was a lot was. of fun. Well, I mean, that's all I have. No, for I don't want it to be over because I was nervous over. and I warmed up and done. <laughs> all right, I'll give you a bonus one. All right, <laughs> just for Tiffany. <laughs> no, it. Uh, whatever. You we can stage died? it. We can no, stage my it. um, my little Instagram clip that I took a tea. I tried to save it and it crashed. I hate that. It was like boop boop. Nope. She got it. Shout out to Sharice. Are you stupid or are you dumb or are you? Are you out there waveboarding in your quick silver shorts? He was like, Luca, you're very concerned with what's shirling you have in your jacket. Go get a spritzer. Go get a spritzer, Luca. That's how he talks. I'm like, Yo, oh my god. Drake is mad He's funny. Yeah, you hear me? We love him. I'm so disappointed. I do love Drake. Love yes, I love love Drake. Okay, here is your bonus Thank word you. today. <laughs> no timer. We're not even gonna give yeah, you a timer. Yeah, no timer. We're no gonna let, we gonna let it simmer. I really okay? appreciate this, guys. Mm-hmm. Sixty seconds later. <laughs> 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 I think I only have one word left anyway. Um, your word is wait. <laughs> Come on, bro. Oh, 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 oh! Yeah, um, you remember that? That? that oh no, that's so, that's go. That's not wait. What song is that? Anyway, Beyonce, like. Oh, I, ooh, I got one. Beyonce. I got one too. I got Jill Scott. Y'all go and then I'll, I'll okay. like, think about you it. You making me wait Mm-mm. for the first time. I like that. It's from her. What's from the album? Jill, Jill Scott is so empowering. Yeah. I'm gonna Seriously, put that on. yeah. Jill Scott. She said, mm. <laughs> what she saying that in that meme? She was like, that's what I like to say. Yeah. <laughs> like that. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, back in my day, I didn't know she was like that. Yeah, and you so, saw that, clip, that video oh, clip where she, was, oh, she was showing how to struggle in the mic yeah. day. <laughs> I was like, when's the next concert? Hey, <laughs> I'm trying to go. Oh, I would like to see it. <laughs> Live in person. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see if it's real. Online. <laughs> Wait, do you see my... You could have seen That's what I and this is when we turn it into the ASMR podcast. Yes. And there we have it, folks. <laughs> Damn. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. <laughs> no, but for real though, thank y'all so much for pulling up. This was so much fun. I appreciate this dialogue. Yeah, thank you. This is great dialogue. Y'all dropped some knowledge. Learned, definitely learned a little bit more about y'all and I hope that the audience learns a hella a lot more of information about y'all too so before we go make sure you just plug your socials so everybody can find you and follow you and all that good stuff it's your boy <laughs> O.T. Marie in his thing listen O-H-T-E-E-M-A-R-I-E you can follow me I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E anywhere I'll be on there on the daily, on the regular. Thank y'all for listening, man. Really appreciate you so much for having us. It was dope. Thank you. Passing the mic. Also, aren't you on the radio? Me? Station yeah. Head. Mm-hmm. Station yeah. Head. Yeah, yes. I'm on Station Head. So you guys can listen to me there on Mondays and Wednesdays. I have my own show, The New 9 to 5 with T. Marie, where I just talk with different creatives, um, offer advice for people who are looking to turn their hobbies into careers, um, just getting down and dirty, you know, just giving real life advice and just kind of doing the thing. It's kind of what I do. So, yeah. Really fun. I like it. It's cool. Enjoy it. Uh, You can follow me on Instagram at Frank with a P H 
R-A-N-K dot Sinatra, Twitter, P-H-R-N-K underscore Sinatra. Um, play my Name That Song game every Tuesday. Yes. Um, test your knowledge on music and also watch the content that I have um, given today's Kendrick Lamar's birthday. Shout out to him. and yes. Kung Fu Kenny. <laughs> we love him. But, um, 32. Yeah. Oh, okay. A beautiful age. Mm-hmm. And definitely thank you for having me over here. It's it's great being on the other side of the table yeah. now, so yeah. I'm appreciative and hoping to connect with you all as well. Yes, thank you. Well, it's your boy King Jules, live in the flesh, yeah. royalty in the flesh. Long yeah. live the music, long live the king. You know the vibes. Um, you can follow me at <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram, Twitter, any social media handle. I am King Jules. I how do you spell it? I am. <laughs> um, sorry, <laughs> that was just a, a moment. I am. K-I-N-G-J-U-L-E-S. And if you want to follow the brand, the label, we are Roundtable across the board on the socials. And then uh, Tiffany, my socials are Tiffany Patrice, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-P-A-T-R-I-C-E underscore. That's on Twitter and Instagram. And then uh, Nomadic on Twitter is just N-O-M-A-A-D-I-C. And then on uh, Instagram, it's N O M A A D I C underscore. Uh, and you know, we be we be giving away shit. We be giving away Tickets. shit. Mm-hmm. They gave away the Arlen. The yeah, Arlen um, we got. T- I'm still mad about. <laughs> right. I got Same. shout out to. I know I put a lot of entries. In right. There. Shout out to uh, I forgot her name, but the girl who won, she's going to see Ari Lennox this week. Um, but yeah, I give away tickets. We got, you know, playlist curation, guest mixes from DJs, interviews, all that stuff. So if you're looking for new music, Nomadic is the place to be. And free concert tickets is lit. So. Yes, yes. So yeah, so um, y'all know me via Simone, V-I-A dot S-I-M-L-N-E on Instagram. Queen. Via, oh, thank Queen. You. Thank you. Royalty. Via Simone <laughs> underscore on Twitter. You can follow the Bonnets and D-Rags page on Instagram and Twitter, B-O-N-N-E-T-S-D-U-R-A-G-S. Yeah. Right? You put a little bouncy. <laughs> yeah, you can follow us on social. Also, too, just announced the date for the next Bonnets and D-Rags yeah. party. Yeah. A pillow talk party. Yeah. It's lit. Okay, we about to end the hot girl summer, hot boy summer in August. It's on August 10th. It's going to be in New York City. Bring your soaky. Yes, bring your soaky. Get your your do-rag, get your your bonnet ready. Start preparing your edges now. Mm-hmm. Come, come with something Wave different, check. too. Wave check. Some of y'all went to the same beauty supply store and came in with the same color bonnets and do-rags, okay? Drag them. Okay? Yeah, Drag them. Yeah. Seriously. Right. Must you got to come correct, okay? I think I had a purple do-rag. It was borrowed. You can borrow them, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. Yeah. Just come. Just it, It's a little fashion show, okay? Yeah. Your, presence, your presence is requested. Right. By right. the queen. Right. Thank She's you. She's the queen. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing. To freedom. Yes, yes. I'm looking forward to seeing y'all there. Um, and until next time, y'all, stay tuned. Bye. Bye. Later. Bye. Bye. Later. <laughs>